Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. We have a couple lines open for you. Feel free, feel free to get online. 800-966-WTIC-522-WTIC. Did a little research. You know, file history is a tool built into Windows. The last caller was asking about that. And you can kind of use it the way you were thinking you were using your briefcase. Um, it actually does back up your files, just your files, to an external hard drive. And um, so, yes, you could try that and use that. Wouldn't cost you anything, and um, of course there is a backup and restore as well within Microsoft. You could use that as well, um, but that will back up everything. You know your, your every your work, your software, your files. The file history is just going to back up your files. Um, so worth checking out. Um, we don't use it much here. We use third-party technologies. Um, we can only trust Microsoft as far as we can throw them. <laughs> so we use third-party well, technologies. You trust them that far? Right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> so. Uh, but again, for home use, why not? Why not use that? Um, let's get to your calls. We're going to go to if Walter's still there. Walter, are you there in Enfield? Me? Good morning, sir. Good morning. Uh, I do listen to your show whenever I can. Sure. I wanted to relate an experience I had, and I wanted you to let me know if it was unusual or not. Yeah. I, I kind of thought it was. I have a old a Dell laptop and a, a, a very mature HP office jet printer. And last winter, I was having trouble uh, printing. The, the printer wouldn't work. And uh, I didn't know what was going on, so I called HP and got a young man in the Philippines. Sure. And uh, that was a Saturday. And he spent six hours on the phone with me and gave me an hour's lunch break. When he said he was going to call me back after I had lunch, I thought he was just kidding me and that he just wanted to end the situation. But lo and behold, an hour later, he called me back from the Philippines, and he continued working with me. And then he said, look at, he said, after he tried many different things, he said, look at, I'll call you tomorrow. And at, uh, he said, because it's Sunday, uh, he said, I'll call you after noon. Mm-hmm. And I, again, I wasn't sure if he really meant it or not. Well, sure enough, the next day, Sunday, he called me and spent three more hours on the phone with me. So we're talking nine hours total. Wow. And we still, he still couldn't come up with a solution. Mm-hmm. Finally, he said, look, at call Microsoft. 
and see what they can tell you. So I did, and I got uh, I got a lady in India, mm-hmm. and she asked me for the ID of my laptop, and she got back to me. She said, sir, it's too old. We can't do a thing for you. Right. So all of a sudden, I don't know why, it came to me that I heard something about Microsoft updates. There, there might have been an update that interfered with the printer. Mm-hmm. So I went back to my laptop and checked the, the uh, updates, and I deleted like four or five updates Mm-hmm. The most recent ones, and sure enough, the printer started working. <laughs> now, I, I, I was just curious: is that unusual, or is no? It... It's not unusual, and for a guy to spend nine hours on it, it's ridiculous. Uh, rolling back your update should have been like his second or third thought to spend nine hours banging around and not realizing that an update from micro. If you've listened to the show for twenty minutes, any time. We talk about how much damage Microsoft updates do to our systems, whether it's you know driver updates, breaking printers, breaking all sorts of stuff. Yeah. So why that the caller in the Philippines, the helper in the Philippines, couldn't think of that is mind-boggling. And did, he didn't charge you for his nine hours of work, did he? No, no, he did not. How did you get I, that I, service I, for free? I, is it part of your warranty? Yeah, no, it, it was out of warranty, but I had an extended plan. Okay, so you did pay for that access. Well, yes, but, you know, it, it wasn't that much. No, 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 that's fine. I was just kind of curious as to how why a guy would spend nine hours on something for free. Yeah, he wouldn't. But, but, you know, I, I said to him, I said, I, I don't want you to get fired. I said, you know, your supervisor, I don't know if he, want, or he or she wants you to be on the phone that long with well, one see, customer. Correct. That's another issue, right? So there's an issue with escalation. Um, here at Tab, when we're dealing with our business clients, if a, if a tech took more than 45 minutes to an hour working on something like that, they would have to escalate it to the next level because they were not getting anywhere. Nine hours is ridiculous. So, yeah. um, yes, you you troubleshot it right, uh, bringing, up, bringing back your updates to a prior time. Now, the problem is going to be when those updates try to force and come down again, it's going to break them again. Yes. So how old is that printer? Oh, it's a few years old. Few years, fifteen years. What's a few? <laughs> <laughs> I, let's see. I would say uh, uh, at least five years old. Okay, so you know that printer itself is going to have issues again when the updates come down, unless Microsoft fixes the problem that it caused with that update with future updates. You can. It's kind of like a hope and pray type of situation. Yes. Um, Bob, you posted something out there. What did you find? Yeah, the updates. I'm sure that broke it. We were having issues with. With other clients, with other clients for quite a while back it was KB five zero 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 eight zero two eight zero eight and eight zero nine and eight twenty two. Yeah, nice, nice group of updates causing all sorts of headaches. So, you know, I think it was listening to your show that planted the seed that it could be an update. Yeah, we'll take credit for that. Yes, why not, <laughs> gentlemen? Thank you very much. Hey, thank you, Walter. Okay. All right. Bye bye. So again, the moral of the story, Walter's, you know, really getting at is, you know, you can do a little research, but if you're spending nine hours, if the, if the person on the other end of the phone is spending nine hours on something as simple as a printer not working, you have better things to do than letting some guy bang around your system for nine hours, um, not getting anywhere. I mean, I'm sure he meant well, the engineer meant well, but my goodness, what kind of escalation process must you have to be able to bang around for nine hours? And then the, the caller figures it out. Microsoft does updates constantly. These updates constantly cause trouble. 
your first step really should be to roll back your update. Or look to see if there's an update on your printer that would might that might marry with the update call that was done by Microsoft, right? So if Microsoft doesn't update, now your printer doesn't work, go to HP, find the model of the printer, update it to see if now it's more compatible with the new update that Microsoft sent out. That's assuming they're still supporting it. Assuming they're still supporting it, right. So it's it's a battle back and forth constantly. Nothing stays static. You're just hoping the next update and we're 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 hoping too you know we, we support a lot of clients every time microsoft sends out an update we're hoping they're not going to break something because we can either tell the client we're going to lock you down and never let you have an update again or we can let the client have their own their own systems and let them update and do their modifications as they need it's a you know which way do you go and we find ourselves constantly impacted by microsoft's well-meaning updates patches fixes to their software so Fix A and break B. Exactly. <laughs> Let's get to uh, your calls. We're going to go to Tom in Harwinton. Hello, Tom. Good morning. I How said it doing? right. Yeah, yeah. I even told Matt there's no G in Harwinton. Well, you helped him then. Okay, cool. <laughs> the contraction of Hartford and Windsor. Gotcha. Very good. Yep. Okay, so here's my question. Mm-hmm. Uh, Firefox put out an update the other day, and it changed some things, and a whole bunch of people got upset about it. And on a bulletin board, there was a thread about it. And these are older people. These are not kids, teenagers talking. And they started talking about other browsers, and they really were liking the Edge browser. They said it was really fast. It worked well. I don't use anything by Microsoft except their operating system. That's mm-hmm. enough punishment for me. Right. So I'm just kind of curious. Like, I've got the Edge browser. It must have come through with an update, but I never use it. What's your opinion of it? Our opinion has always been to stay away from it. They're getting better. Um, they What they did, they, they punted their browser and went with Chromium as the underlying programming, which is based on Chrome. So they they realized they were beaten by Chrome and used chromium to develop the new browser you can try it i mean it's nothing not going to hurt you to try the new the new edge browser uh firefox the new version of firefox is actually coming out has come out and has done a lot of good things too as far as performance um so what's it going to hurt tom really I mean, yeah, well, I've already got three. I don't. I don't know that I want four, but I would have been willing to drop one and switch to Edge if it was worth it. Well, it doesn't cost you anything, so try it. And then I would tell you also consider implementing DuckDuckGo um, within your browser. They've they've got some extensions they can help for privacy. I'm really, especially on your 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 phones and your tablets, man. I've really enjoyed DuckDuckGo lately, um, as far as the power of it, and it's much more private, much more secure too. So. The only reason I'm hesitant to do that is because I maintain my bookmarks across three different browsers, and I update those, I back them up on five different flash drives. So if I had another browser, now I've got four sets of bookmarks that have to go on five flash drives. That's annoying. It's starting to get crazy. I wouldn't do it then. If you're doing all that kind of maintenance, I wouldn't even bother with Edge then. What I would do is... I do a lot of backups, though. Yeah, well, you're protected, man. That's great. I would just import all my favorites into all the browsers so that they're all the same, and then you only have to back up one set. Yeah. Yeah, but they change from time to time. I add some. I delete some. Right. Man. It's an ongoing process. Do you have any other hobbies, Tom? Well, (laughs) I try to do other things besides backup bookmarks, but... uh, (laughs) But I hear you. I would tell you that if you've already got that many things going, I wouldn't bother with Edge. But they are trying to get better. We'll give Microsoft a little credit that they're trying to improve their browser. Okay, no. Thanks for the info. Hey, thanks, Tom. Take care. All right, bye-bye.
Bye. Tom from Harwinton. Um, all right. Let's uh, probably have to step out here for a break, right? I think my I see without Matt being here in the studio, because uh, we're here in the hermetically sealed studios of East Hartford, hard to know if we're supposed to take a break here. But I think we need to take a break. Does that sound right, Bob? Sounds about right. All right. We're going to step out for a quick break. Three lines open for you. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll be right back. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. And we are back. This is Computer Talk. We do have three lines open, I think. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. I did want to let you give you a final update or an update on my induction stove. I told you guys a while back, it took forever to get it. I mean, I this is crazy what's going on in distribution for everything. But we've got now a stove that works on magnets, 90% efficient. Now, my wife and I, as you probably have heard over the past 25 years, we basically cook by boiling water. And the beauty of induction is that it, it boils water fast. It is the coolest technology. I'll tell you, if you're looking to make a change, I'm, we're so far. Again, we're not cooks. Don't assume we're any kind of cooks, but the technology is the coolest technology. It just excites the, the metal, makes it hot. It's such an amazing technology, and again, you're not dealing with all the gas and the heat coming off the gas stuff that we used to have, the mess it used to make uh, when we boiled water. <laughs> Hope my wife's not listening. Uh, but it is pretty cool. It finally came in, and uh, so far, so good. Let's get to your calls. We're going to go to Mark in Cromwell next. What's going on, Mark? Hello. Hey, good morning. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Um, question for you. Mm -hmm. I I got a new computer, yeah. which I followed your advice. I'm happy. It's i five with SSD drive and so on. Nice. Um, so I'm trying to go from my old computer to my new computer just to move my files, and I have a backup drive that I've used for a number of years to back up my computer periodically. Mm -hmm. So I started like I dragged all of my documents to the to the external hard drive. And of course, it told me it was going to take like 45 minutes to to load it up. Yeah. So I walked away, came back, and there was one message that said we were unable to move this video file, and I clicked OK. And then uh, now it doesn't read that drive whatsoever. <laughs> oh no. Okay. So the drive unfortunately failed on you. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, when I open up my Explorer, it's not even there. Yeah, I think it's done. I think it failed on you. Um, that's what happens. Is it, was it a spinny style drive or a solid yes, state drive? Yes. 
Yeah, it probably just failed. Again, that's the issue with having multiple shots at your data. Uh-huh. How, how bad would it be if you needed this in a backup situation? Right, right. So you've got to rotate your, your drives. I would tell you that put it aside, get a new drive. You're going to use it for your backup for your new machine anyways. Right, which I already did, so I can go ahead and move stuff yep. to the new computer. But, yep, yep. Uh, yeah, okay, so there's no way to, to read it. It's just fried then, huh? Well... I mean, if you if you really had to get data off of it, you could send it to a data recovery company, or we could give you some tools to quote unquote read the drive. But you don't need to do it, right? You're just going to recopy, right? Correct, correct. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Bob has an idea though. There's just some older files from an older laptop that I had that fried that are still up. We're on that, but not necessary that I guess I get them. Well, hang on, Bob has an idea. Is it a USB drive? Yes. Okay, so if you take it and kind of flip it back and forth, do you hear a clicking noise like, you know, like there's something loose inside? Like you're rocking it? Uh, no, I haven't tried that. All right. Okay, well, because there's a couple of things that could have happened. It could be that something happened with the USB connection. If you plug it into a different USB port, it might recognize it. Mm-hmm. Or it could be that it died. That's why if you listen to them, sometimes when they die, the parts get loose inside. You can hear them rattling around. Okay. And can you hear it spinning up? The only thing I did, I tried it on my my laptop, and you know I get the little noise on my laptop that something just got plugged in, but that's then that, that doesn't read it either. Okay, so it sees it. So you don't, do you actually hear the drive spinning or no? And I don't think so. Okay, sometimes. So when you get to a point where you're you're okay with it being gone, you can try tapping the drive itself to try uh-huh. to have it to try to have it spin. You may have to take it out of the box though that you have it in, which means breaking the outer area. Uh huh. And I don't I don't know if you want to go that far. You can also put it in the freezer. Put it in a plastic bag. Uh-huh. And then put it in. The and freezer. then put it in the freezer. Yeah, good point. Put it in the freezer. Yeah, yeah and you could try that. Um, okay. And, and then again, there's third-party folks that actually can do a recovery. Actually, I should bring up a story about that too. That I will after your call. But uh-huh. um, you know, try a few things. You've already tried it in a different device. I think it's failed. Okay. And let me just ask this question too long as I got you. Yeah. Um, the so my new computer with an SSD drive plus that terabyte backup, drive, you know, hard drive built in. Nice. Where do you save your files to on a computer like that? To the terabyte drive. Into the terabyte drive. Yeah, unless you're doing any kind of processing. So if you're doing video editing or slideshow work or graphic work, put it on the solid state drive okay. to, to do the work. And then you could always save a copy of that work to the terabyte drive, right, as a scratch drive, okay. storage drive. But but either way, it'll do pretty well for you. And the same thing with the programs, like when I put in my Microsoft Word or whatever, that'll go to that terabyte drive? No, that'll go on the solid state. So okay. your programs, you know, all your static data that doesn't change over time, uh-huh. you want on the SSD drive. Okay. Your volatile data, which is stuff that you save and it changes over t- uh, frequently, you yep. want to put that on the spinny drive. Gotcha. Right. Okay. And then back it up. And you back up both drives on that, or you just back up the terabyte well, drive? It's up to you. So okay. if, you're, if it's just your data you're worried about, you can just back up a terabyte drive. Got it. Um, because if you're going to reload on a fresh drive, if you lose a solid state, you know you could always just reload on a fresh drive with the software. If you okay. want an image, you need an image backup of your solid state drive. That's a whole separate way to back it up. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Thanks for your suggestions. Thanks, Mark. Good luck. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. So I want to bring this up because a, a listener talked to me about an issue that where he had to recover data from a vacation. The poor here's a scenario: you're on vacation, you're taking video with your your GoPro, and everything's going great. You've got a week's full of video of snorkeling and and sailing and all the great things you did on your GoPro, and then somehow inadvertently 
the kid that was working the GoPro didn't realize he he or she damaged the card. It said it was having a problem reading it, and um, the card gets kind of messed up. I won't go any further as to what happened with it, but it gets all messed up, and now they can't read the card. All the data from all their vacation is now gone. So, of course, they ran out and did all the things again in one day. On a different took pictures on a different card, um, but I told them to go to to OnTrack. Kroll OnTrack is one of our uh, one of the companies that we use to restore data for clients if they happen to lose data. Kroll OnTrack has tools, free tools, on their website, and we can put a link to those tools where you can actually use them for free and try to recover your data. Um, so this listener did that and had pretty good success on his own recovering the data, but it was still some corruption involved. So he decided to send it to OnTrack, and they did their magic, and were not able to really do any better than the free tools they offer. So what I, the moral of the story is, um, check out these free tools on Kroll OnTrack's site that we're going to put a link here for you, where they can maybe get your data back for nothing um, versus paying for, for the ability to do it. Um, then it's a great way to at least have a shot at getting your data back. And we'll put a link up there for you. But I, I kept meaning to bring this up uh, for you guys. And also the moral of the story is don't take all your pictures on one SD card, right? One SD card for your entire vacation is not necessarily a good idea. They are pretty tough physically. You know, I've seen them go through the wash and be fine. But they get, they can get scrambled or man or have issues with corruption now you're kind of done. So you should kind of take the card out if you've got a, um, something you did or at least copy it to a, a laptop that you brought with you on vacation or copy it to something else so you have a second or third copy of your data. Don't just trust the card's going to be there for you, right? You never know. So we'll put a link up there for you as well. So we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Uh, we're here until 11 Four lines wide open on this gorgeous Saturday morning, so I completely understand. Uh, also, everything we've talked about has been posted live over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. And, of course, you can find us via podcast. If you go to the odyssey.com site and WTIC site, you can find all our podcasts there. Uh, if you ever miss something or you want to you know, fall asleep some evening to our, our dulcet tones, you can have our podcast running. And uh, what would you say about Four lines open. Four lines wide open. Feel free to get online. And, of course, if you're over on WTIC's Facebook page, we're broadcasting live over at Facebook uh, as well. We'll be right back. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And 
watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock, and you guys have been great to join us on this lovely Saturday morning. Feel free to get online, though. Two lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Let's go to your calls. We're going to go to Mike in Simsbury. He's been on the longest. What's going on, Mike? Hi. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Um, I had a, a couple of questions. One, I've got a, a a kid who is about to go off to college, so I was looking to get your thoughts as to parameters for uh, a laptop that you think uh, would be good. Yep. And similarly, my uh, our, our home uh, desktop is, is in due of an uh, uh, upgrade, and I was just looking for also just for, uh, you know, specs that uh, would be good for uh, just the general home desktop use. Okay. Well, I've had three boys go through college. I got two still in, um, and I've had good luck with the HP Envy line of laptops for them. Um, it's a and make sure you get with the metal case. Don't get the plastic version. Um, those hinges don't last if they're plastic. As far as specs, um, i5 or i7, whatever you can afford, i7 would be better. It's going to give them a longer use. Um, mm-hmm. eight, eight gigs of RAM. And a 250 or 500 gigabyte solid state drive, whichever is out there. As far as the processor generation, you're going to find 9th gen, 10th gen, uh, even 11th gen out there these days. Um, so get the newest processor that was within your budget. If you spend around 900 to 1,000 bucks, if you can, um, they'll get all four years out of it, and they'll also get a few years after, or even more. My my son has graduated now, almost two two years now, um, is still using his laptop from freshman year so it can go a good long time and uh where uh do you think is is just from a price point i mean that's what we're thinking probably right nine uh nine hundred a thousand mm-hmm. uh where and when uh did you find kind of the best purchase purchasing through the bookstore or online or around now or july or august uh, as far as timing to buy it great question uh that's probably not my best forte um, how, however, I would think there are going to be deals near the fall, right near the end of summer. Um, and you also have tax-free week that comes up, so you save our sales tax, and that's a big chunk of money right there, right? 6%, seven, you know, almost 7%. So if you keep those two things in mind, I would think it's going to be August. The other issue is there's this chip shortage, right? Mm-hmm. So chip shortage, even you know that means there's going to be laptop shortages. And thanks to COVID, everyone and their brother bought a laptop, right? So... There's another snag there you get to, you have to think about where you may have to pay a little more just to make sure you get one. I don't want to have this you know, a comment of causing you to rush out and have a more of a laptop shortage yeah, here. If, if you wait till the last minute and you know don't get one when it's available, when you it's down to the last minute, you might not be able to find a good one. Yeah, and then you may end up spending more for one that's not as good. Right, but I'm not like here in the media here. I'm not trying to freak you out, but it is true. There is a chip shortage, and laptops are hard to find. And our in the business world for us has been very difficult to find. Mm-hmm. So, so now how about for a desktop, like a home desktop? Home desktop, I would again i7, i5. If you can get an i7, it'll give you another long term 
performance run. Um, the same eight, parameters. Yeah, similar parameters. Eight to sixteen gigs of RAM, two hundred and fifty to five hundred solid state drive. And you, but you may want an additional sol- additional spinny drive, like a terabyte spinny drive, which is cheaper mm-hmm. for maybe your pictures um, or whatever data you're going to put on it. Okay. All right. Thank All right. you very much. Yeah. Good luck. Thank you. Yeah. Right, bye bye. Bye bye. All right, let's move on to Jack in Middletown next. What's going on, Jack? Hi. Hey, good morning. I was ready to go out, and then you got me thinking about my backup. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> I uh, run a Windows 10 laptop and HP. Mm-hmm. Pretty nice, not not high spec. But I forgot what I backed up to. Yeah. But it apparently... Under my uh, settings, I'm backing up to OneDrive. Okay. Yep. You're backing up to the cloud. Exactly. Yeah, to Microsoft's cloud. Now, okay. that's, I, I assume that's free. I do have an account, Microsoft <laughs> account. If, it, if you're not getting billed, don't assume anything. Uh, if you're not getting billed, maybe it's free to a certain point. Yeah. Um, and, and the idea of a backup to the cloud is okay as long as what happens where you don't back up encrypted files, right? So let's say the bad guys or you trick yourself into encrypting your data, right? And then the backup happens and overwrites your cloud data. How many versions of data are available on the Microsoft cloud? Or is it just simply a current version? When you synchronize, when you synchronize that data to a current version, the the encrypted data could be what you what you find out there when you need it. Okay, so you're mitigating for a failure, but you may not be mitigating for ransomware or encryption. That's where you need versioning. True. I understand that. Okay. Now, I used to have a Chromebook. Yep. And I backed up to Google Cloud. Yep. Same thing. Same damn thing, right? (laughs) That's okay. That's all right. We feel the same way about computers sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Same thing. Same idea. Um, yes, and again, your data. I don't think I need to buy extra drives or extra external drives unless unless you're saying I'm in trouble. You should have a local backup. Yeah, you should have a local backup. The cloud backup is is something, right? But it takes time to get it back. You know, yeah. if, if you have a terabyte of data out there, it could take a long time to download that data after a crash or failure. Having a local copy of it is really a good idea, just in case. Um, and the cloud providers that are giving you that service for quote unquote free don't care if your data is not there when you need it. Right, right. So you're not may not be as protected as you'd like to be um, without that local backup. To, well, just consider it. I'll, I'll probably go for that. Do you think a USB uh, connected hard drive would in an enclosure would be okay? As long as you disconnected it when you were done backing it up. Right, right. All right. So, yeah. That's all. All right, Going sir. Out. Thank All right, you. you got it. Bye bye. All right, let's try to get one more in here before the break. Hey, Dave and Marlboro next. What's going on, Dave? Hey guys, how are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm a little bit hung up on my uh, iPhone. I have an iSuccess, and it has stopped um, being able to call up uh, email for me to look at it. Um, when I go to the um, email uh, uh, icon, press it, mm-hmm. and it comes up. And um, I get a uh, edit saying um, does not recognize your uh, password. So yep. I go into my settings and I type in the password again, and it, I uh, hit done, and it still says don't recognize your password. Okay, 
So did somebody change your password that was not you? No. Are you sure? Yeah, because what I did was when I had this for a while and it was getting hung up, I went back into my email on my um, same email on my um, uh, desktop and changed the password. To, okay. And um, even with that new changed password, when I tried to do it through the iPhone, it says doesn't recognize it. Bob seems to have an idea. Yeah, I was running into this problem on my iPhone. I have a 6 and I have a 7. Mm-hmm. And I was having the same issue. And it turns out that when you go through and you put in the correct password, yeah. it's for receiving mail. Yeah. But then you go into advanced and they want you to enter your password again in order to be able to send mail. Uh, and, and then it'll work. And then it'll work. That's kind of weird. So, yeah, I had to do it twice. And it was really annoying. It's like I have a very complicated password. It's not easy. <laughs> I see, because part of what I've been trying to do is a lot of times I'll take pictures with my iPhone, and then I want to send it to my email so I could save it in my um, desktop or you know in, in a hard drive and mm-hmm. not being able to send them because of that issue. So you go into uh, under your, your settings and, yeah. and under your general accounts, yeah. go into your mail, and then go all the way to the bottom and expand the advanced, and uh, you know it'll be there. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Two places for one password, yep. but the same password in in both places. And they and they wouldn't be different. That's what I'm saying. I can't imagine they'd be different. Can you do a different password? Well, I'm sure you could. But well, you really? might you might have a a separate mail server for outbound versus inbound. I don't know. Nah, I guess, I don't know. And maybe yeah. you're right. It's weird. All right, well, go ahead and try that. Hopefully that works. All right, we'll give it a shot, guys. Thanks. Uh, thank you, Dave. Yep, bye. Bye-bye. All right, we're going to step out for a quick break. Get back to more of your calls. One line open. Uh, th- sorry, two lines open. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. And we are back. In the final stretch here, stick around. Dr. Alessi with Healthy Rounds. He'll be in next, giving you a second opinion on your health advice. But uh, for now, we're going to be here to help you out with your computer problems. Let's go right to Al and Avon next. What's happening, Al? You there, Al? Hi, guys. Good morning. morning. Uh, I've got an NV laptop. Yeah. I like it, but mm-hmm. I also like using a mouse and yes, that touchpad is always in the way when I go to use the keyboard and type. Yeah. How do I disable that? I'm looking around and I don't see a clear shot to disabling it. Yeah, you're definitely going to do this through um, Windows 10. Um, right. You just type mouse in the search field. I've got and, it. I'm up onto the devices under... Uh, well, you want to go to change your mouse settings. Mouse, not, not touchpad. Correct. You want to change your mouse settings, click on additional mouse options, and then in the mouse properties, you want to click on the touchpad, and oh, then you should okay. be able to enable or disable the touchpad right in there. I'm it can get in the way. I'm on mouse now. Additional mouse options. Additional mouse, okay. And then in the mouse properties, click the yeah. touchpad tab and uncheck. And Double tap the enabler. I got buttons, pointers, pointer options, wheel, and hardware. There should be a touchpad option according to this description unless Bob found it faster. Yeah. Do you find it, Bob? Am I missing something? Yeah, I found it. It's uh the descript the description here is you know you're gonna double click in the mouse properties right. touch so the mouse properties yep additional yep. mouse options right and then there's tabs up at the top one of them says touchpad 
and, and then there's a button there, like the third one over, says disable. I got mouse properties, and the tabs are buttons, pointers, printer options, wheel, and hardware. So you don't have touchpad. Well, I sure do. It's right in the middle of the... Uh, no. <laughs> we know you got one. <laughs> we, we don't have the actual tab that we're expecting you to have. Right, yeah. Because this is through HP's notes as far as what to do there, as far as how to disable it. Right. Um, yeah. Well, I guess you can type touchpad in the search and see if there's a t- specific... I can click on touchpad on the left side on, under settings, under uh, devices. Okay, click on it. Touchpad. Is there a way to enable or disable it? It's got additional settings only. Go to additional settings. Okay, and that comes up with mouse properties again. Okay. Buttons, pointers, pointer options, wheel, and hardware. There's no enable, disable, huh? Button configuration, double-click speed, click lock. There's a settings gray gray box. Let's see what that says. No, nothing. Sometimes this is the thing where we would we would remote into our client system and look at what you're seeing to figure out what you're doing there. But there's got to be so go ahead to the search area. Oh, you already did the touchpad, so you got to the same exact spot where it doesn't have and the information. It, it brought me back whether it's mouse or touchpad to the mouse property right pop up window. And on mouse property window, I clicked on hardware and I got H HD compliant mouse or synaptic. SM bus click pad. Oh my gosh, you can actually disable the double tap to enable or disable. So you can actually enable or disable the ability to disable your touchpad. Yeah. That might be our problem here is that you've already disabled it by accident. Um, disable what? Your ability to disable it. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. It, it, uh, it certainly enabled when. Yeah, so you see nothing across the top. You don't even see a touchpad. You should see no. the touchpad tabs. No, not at all. I think maybe you might need an HP update. Yeah, yeah so in the bottom right-hand corner, is there a little blue question mark on your on your system tray? It's the HP Support Assistant? Yeah, right. Within the HP Support Assistant, you might be able to go into touchpad within there. It's a pretty good tool. Also, you may want to consider doing updates on your um, system through the support assistant to see if there's any updates that might are, that might be necessary to allow you to then disable the touchpad, if that makes sense. Yeah, it, it does. Okay. There's no updates. There's, uh, I'm on it now. and I, I usually keep that up to date as well as the... Uh, but there is a troubleshooting area where you can actually put in a search... Uh-huh. And you can put in touchpad, and it might have a specific route for you um, to actually try to fix this issue. So you can do, um, I think there's a search in there that lets you put in specific issues so that you can actually find the problem. All right. I'll uh, I'll chase that down. I don't want to keep you too long. That's okay. But it's weird that you don't have the simple um, tabs no, that we're talking I, about. I know it. I know it. I looked all around, and I... Went online, four or five different sources, and yep. it all came back. To, it's just not there. Your solution will. Be, I think your solution will be in the HP Support Assistant. You just need to do some troubleshooting within it, and I think, uh-huh. you, like I said, you can do some 
uh, you run the tool, and you should be able to put in uh, touchpad, and then it should yeah. be a way for you to disable yeah. it. See, I, I grew up with HPs, and I never trusted that support no. assistant as being old and not up to date and on and on. Well, you were right in the old days. In the old yeah. days, it always caused trouble for me, too. But this new new version of it seems to be very reliable under Windows 10. Oh, good to do. Okay. And one last question. Sure. Quickly. I'm thinking of getting an HP Envy uh, new desktop. I got an old Envy desktop, mm-hmm. and I like it. But, again, back a year or two ago when I was researching them, they a lot of people said stay away from the hybrid model, but I think if I can get like a 500 solid state and a one terabyte spinning wheel, you'd be good. And is there anything inherently wrong with that hybrid no. platform? No, the hybrid platform um, allowed for folks to have the benefit of solid state without the cost. Yeah. All right, and that was maybe a few years back. Nowadays, yeah. you can get all the benefits of the solid state for an affordable price. So doing a separate drive, a solid state for your boot, and a separate terabyte spinny drive for everything else is probably your your best way to do hybrid rather than having it on the hard drive itself. So buy a desktop, just solid state, and then go out and buy a secondary. Yep, you might even be able to get it outfitted with that secondary drive. Yeah, as a hybrid, I'm, I'm saying. Well, you're calling it hybrid. As a hybrid, sure, you could do that. That wouldn't hurt anything. So I could get a combination then. Yep. We're running out of time here, Al. i got to let you go. Okay. All right. Thank you again. Okay. Thank you, sir. All right. Bye-bye. I want to thank everybody for joining us on this lovely Saturday morning. I want to thank Matt for producing. I want to thank Mike G for posting everything live over at computertalkwithtab.com. Of course, you can follow us on Facebook if you like Tab Computer Systems. And Mark Zuckerberg deems the, worth, the newsworthy and might get into your news feed. See you next week. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 